0: yamaha nylon string guitar the more modern one the workhorse that keeps its tone feels buttery and can handle the elements which is something i like about a guitar welcome back to another episode of the honeycut scenario with me craig your host the only host uh for my little conversation with you virtually about things that i find interesting and maybe you do too uh Today, here on the Outer Banks, the weather is decent. We're expecting a a big ice storm this weekend. Uh, We don't know if we're going to get freezing rain or if we're going to get any kind of snow at all. To the west of us, uh, they're expecting some snow. Here on the coast, you know, being so far out in the ocean already, uh, the weather does very unique things. Uh, The joke is here on the Outer Banks, if you don't like the weather, just wait an hour. Um, So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Another little update um, in the band Everything. We released an EP called Peace, Love, and Time. You can listen to it on Spotify. We will be making some music here again soon. And the band is playing at the Hamilton in Washington, D.C. on April 30th, which will be the first time we've played in Washington, D.C., probably in 20-some years. Uh, It's going to be awesome. Going to have a horn section percussion, keyboards. It's going to be a big band. It's going to be very awesome. And speaking of music. Yeah, speaking of music. And by the way, if you're just tuning in and you've never heard this podcast before, I'm a songwriter. I'm a musician. I do a few different projects. I do digital marketing. And this conversation is just me talking with a potential friend. I typically don't edit at all. Unless something goes horribly wrong with my mouth and my words. So it's just 15 minutes of dialogue. So I want to set some expectations. And back to the topic here now. Music. The last episode I did was all about a feeling about that sunset, about the last light of day over the mountains, over the ocean, that feeling you get of the infinite. And I think music is a great way of tapping into that in a way that allows you to weave that into your life. It's like culture. And thinking about the idea of culture uh, and how it nests with our evolution, that we've developed these connective relation points physically, psychically, mentally, mentally, that allow us to live together in this world and find meaning in it. And I think music is, is like that language, it's like that glue, and it's just so subjective to the moment, like when you discover it, when it's introduced to you, what the context is, what was happening around your life. And uh, today I want to talk about a musician that has been unbelievably influential to me, uh, and that is Ali Farkatore. Uh, He passed away in 2006. He uh, was a guitar player. They called him a world blues artist, but he was much, much deeper than that as a musician because he comes from the desert in Mali, and he brings this ancient, ancient stuff from who he is, from his lineage. Uh, There's a touch into the Muslim world because I think he was a practicing Muslim, so you get some of that desert feel to it and you get that African groove and the polyrhythms and it it's amazing. So if you've never listened to the music of Ali Farkatori, do it now. He's stunning. So my introduction to Ali Farkatori came from my friend Hunt, who was a really great musicologist. Like he just I was always discovering great music and i think it was in 1999 i was traveling a lot with the band everything and i was flying a lot and i i had hunt pick me up at dulles airport because i was living out in the mountains about you know an hour west of dulles and uh he picked me up from a some sort of a trip and i got in the car and he's like dude listen to this and he put in an album uh that had just come out by ali farcatori who had been on sabbatical for a while it was called Neofunke. I think that's how you pronounce it. Neofunk, Neofunke. And uh, it's named after the town where Ali Fakatori lived on the Niger River in Mali. And I just started to hear this sound. And I was like, what the hell is this? It hit me so hard because it was so hypnotizing and groovy and like ancient. Like I felt like it was talking to my DNA. I was like, this is the sound of where humans come from. And I just fell instantly in love with this feel and sound. And it was like this, just like this swing to it and this depth and this just openness and uh, lyricalness to it. Lyricalness, is that a word? (laughs) It is now. And I just started to listen to Ali Farkatori. And he's one of the artists that I'm always ready to listen to. Like, you put it on, I'm like, bring it. You know, not all music is like that. Sometimes, like, ah, I'm not really in the mood for that. And sometimes you're like, that song is totally hitting for this moment. Where Ali Farkatori, for me, is always, I'm always ready for something. You put it on, I'm like, I'm in. Bring it. And what's interesting about Ali Farkatori is he came up in the 70s in Mali, and he managed to get heard in Europe and became a a world music star in the early 80s, early to mid 80s. Like, you know, when people first started to hear his stuff, it's so mesmerizing. Just him on guitar and singing, which is some of his early stuff, people were like, that is a master, whatever that is, because it it does have elements to the blues. So here's interesting thing is that, you know, when – Ali Fakatori first heard John Lee Hooker's music in the 70s, he was like, yeah, that stuff sounds like part of what I do. And he went and got a guitar, and he's like, this is actually what – this is – what I do is much deeper than the American blues. But it's – there's a relation there, so that's why he got called a world blues player. And he – so he blew up around the world through uh, France and England, and he became the star, and so he – was touring and he's like you know playing in the west and I think he had this moment where he's like you know I'm being pulled in this direction where the depth of what I do is not being felt and heard um and so with his success he took time away from his career and he moved, he he focused back in Mali in the town of Niafunk, where, you know, he had some income and he started to invest in his town. He became a farmer and he's like, you know, I'm going to go home because that's where this comes from. And it's going to, if I go home and I do what I do, it's going to emanate from a much, much deeper place. And that's going to be a more accurate representation of what I feel and what I do. And so Niafunk Funk was that re-emergence and the way it was recorded is that people went to him. So they set up in this house, and I remember reading about this. I was like, well, that is incredible. This guy goes home. He leaves this world music fame behind, and he basically is like, yeah, my, my musicians are around me. I'm weaving it into my life, and the recording group went, and they just set up in this concrete house. And basically at the end of the day, Ali Farkatori's crew would show up and they would just, it was like in flow, right? they just start to play. And so this album came out of those sessions that were a natural outcropping of where he came from and the core of who he was. And it's this incredibly deep piece of work that allowed him to go, this is what it's about. And it's really interesting to hear the depth of that. And I just, in terms of like, Learning from someone about the power of music and the power of purity, I just have always found him to be unbelievably powerful. And what's also interesting about him is that, you know, he came up in Mali, and I do believe they were French-speaking, but he he could sing in seven different languages, and he came from, like, his sibling—he had a bunch of siblings, and a few of them died, and so in his culture, they give— nicknames that are different from maybe when they first came into the world because it gives them better luck if their siblings have died so the the farke f-a-u-r-k-e farke farke hopefully i'm saying it right i think means donkey so that his name is ali donkey Tore, and you know he's like yeah it's because they're very tenacious and he's like i'm very tenacious and very tough um and he came from a class of people that did not play music because that was considered part of the lower classes. So he actually learned how to play in secret and then innovated by adding the guitar to what he was doing. And so just the fact that he battled through all of this and learned, you know, working at uh, the radio station and got studio time and spent time playing and learning all these different traditions and like weaving them together and just becoming a master eventually that mastery was celebrated and it just, you know, his album, his last album, Savane, was released in 2006. It's an incredible album. Um, he also collaborated with Tumane Diabete, uh, you know, Taj Mahal, a bunch of people. I mean, you can look it up, but I really, really highly suggest that you look at the music of Ali Farcatori. It is beautiful. It is deep. It is deeply influential on me. Um, I love the way it sounds because one of the things that I'm interested in is looking at folk music and acoustic music and vocals and looking for the commonality of humans around the world in those deep traditions, like the basics that inform actually a pop culture. But I uh, just have that core to it. And so I just love the music of Ali Fakatori because I feel like it's the sound of our collective humanity through a different cultural lens, but one that's actually very pure. Um, so that's like my thoughts on Ali Fakatori. And once again, uh, Mr. Ali, I really appreciate your music. Miss you, buddy. It was a heartbreaking thing of your passing in 2006, but we're better for your music. And for you out there who are listening to this podcast, I appreciate you. And I want to let you know that my beverage of choice right now is a ginger beer. And that's all I know for this honeycut scenario. Be good to yourself, and we will talk soon. Woo!